I want to thank you for joining me today, and it was my fault. I got sick yesterday. Uh, <clears throat> the reason we wanted to put this a little further is to explain some things about Thanksgiving. See, you that are watching live will get it, but people won't see this until tomorrow on the web. <clears throat> and we wanted to give you some verses and some ideas of how to make your Thanksgiving uh, a real thankful event. Uh, I want to uh, give you two verses to start with and explain one. Uh, the first one, uh, when we think of giving thanks, there's two New Testament verses. Uh, and it says in Ephesians 5, 18 and 20, be filled with the Spirit. And then he says, giving thanks always for all things unto God. It's interesting, there's a connection between the Holy Spirit and giving thanks and being thankful. Uh, you can't separate them. In Ephesians, uh, I mean Thessalonians now, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18 and 19, is where we got the thought of quenching. And it says, in everything... Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. And all of a sudden, I've known that verse for a long time. I was going to say forever, but I haven't lived forever yet. <laughs> I did have a beginning, but I'm not going to have an end. Uh, <clears throat> But the idea is, I never saw it. I kind of cut that verse in half, and I, 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 in everything, give thanks. For this is will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Yes. But then I put quench not the spirit out here somewhere. It's not related. But it is related. What does quenching the spirit mean? I looked it up in some... Greek dictionaries and things, because I wanted to be sure to give you the straight scoop. And that is the, the word of quench is literally quenching or extinguishing, uh, preventing the Holy Spirit from exerting his full influence. Think of that. What can I do? What does the scripture say? What is the act that I perform that quenches the Holy Spirit for operating? You know, and we're not to do that. And you look at that verse and you've got it. And I haven't got it for years. I just got it thinking about this for you guys. And that is ungratefulness. When I am not grateful, I quench the Spirit's operation in my life or in my family's life if our family is ungrateful. Um, so look at that. And that's why I think this little thing we're doing today is extremely important. It's about giving thanks. And 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe, um, you know, I am a little old, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but it seems to me that we're living in a generation of unthankful people. And maybe it's no wonder why the Holy Spirit is not operating as he should. And so we want to give you some ideas about thanking God, uh, some ideas you could use tomorrow uh, at your dinner, the Thanksgiving dinner, and so on. Uh, so there are four things. Uh, see, well, before we get these four things, uh, see, Basically, giving thanks is for or expressing gratitude for specific things God has done that blessed us or that he's given to us. Uh, and these expressions may be mental or verbal. Uh, that's basically what we're doing. Now, thanksgiving, and I thought this is important to tell you, differs from praise. In praise, we focus on who God is, whereas thanksgiving focuses on what God has specifically done for us. When we give thanks, when you and I give thanks, we give God the glory for what he has done for us. And when we worship or praise, we give God glory for who he is in himself. So one is who he is, the other is what he's done. So that is the difference here. Uh, Thanksgiving, uh, the Psalms, you know, uh, refer to Thanksgiving as a confessed blessing, a confession of blessing, his benefits towards me. Psalms 116, verse 12. Uh, later, he answers, he said, I will offer thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. And that verse, thank, sacrifice of thanksgiving, I've thought about that. Now, if you have any good ideas, send them to me. I'd love to have them. Um, because I kept thinking, what is, what's he saying here? The sacrifice of thanksgiving um, and I don't really have a full idea about it uh, I want to be grateful I always want to offer God thanks uh, but I've never thought what is the sacrifice is usually something that costs me and I can't imagine what that would be in thanking God for blessings he's given me. Uh, maybe it's a sacrifice of time. I have to use some time to do it uh, or set aside uh, a day or something that way. I'm not sure. But if anybody has a real good idea, uh, send it to our, our website and be, we'll be thankful for that. But I, I think Thanksgiving is a wonderful time because it's so easy to just accept 
that God is blessing and God is doing this and God is doing that, like sort of like God owes me uh, this. Well, I'm sorry, friend. God doesn't owe you or owe me anything. And uh, the the scripture I would like you to use in giving thanks is Psalms 105 verses 1 through 5. Now, I wrote some things down, but you can add your own uh, ideas here, your own thoughts here. But uh, I wrote down, the, the, this is a recipe, is in the, these first five verses, showing how we can structure our prayers uh, or our verbal uh, prayers that would please God in giving thanks. And there are just simple two or three, maybe four words uh, in the psalm as you go through the first five verses. And it's just excellent. So you could sit down uh, before and read that psalm and people could pick out what aspect of this giving thanks they would like to do uh, or whatever, this recipe. So the, ver the, the, the psalm starts out, give thanks. Thanks. I think it's important um, not only for Thanksgiving, but I wrote down, you know, before you sleep each night, remember to thank God for the blessings of that day. Um, you know that there is um, so easy to let them slip by and we don't ever give thanks for God's working in our lives. Um, it, in fact, it, it happened even this morning before I came here. I was trying to get a hold of a fellow that I've known for years, but I haven't heard from him for a long time. And so I called him yesterday uh, I just felt led to call him, and I didn't get him. But just before I came, he called me. <laughs> I said, "Sorry, <laughs> I've got to go. I got to go do my thing, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll try and call you this afternoon." But giving thanks for, uh, you know, um, when you do go to sleep, thank God for sleep. Um, have you ever been without sleep? Have you ever tossed and turned during the night because of uh, situations or things going on? Uh, and so there are people who are in extreme, extreme amount of pain that can't sleep. And so the night, all night long, they lay there in the dark in pain. So, you know, thank God um, before you go to sleep for the blessings of that day and the wonderful things that God is doing. Um, and because you don't want being ungrateful will hinder the Holy Spirit's ministry in your personal life and through your life. The second thing it says is call upon his name. 
the power of Jesus' name has more power than what you and I can imagine. I've been in situations. Um, I remember counseling uh, a young man. In fact, he was in ministry. And I pray for God's protection. And I was sitting close enough to this young man that he could reach me if he wanted to. But uh, all of a sudden, he reached out and a voice out of him said, I'm going to rip your throat out. And his hand came right up to my throat. And I didn't jump. And I thank God for that. <laughs> That's not the usual counseling experiences that have the counselee attack you. Um, but God just gave me real peace. And I just looked at him and I said, the Lord is my protector. You can't hurt me. Um, you know, and so I was really able that night. I mean, even then I gave thanks quietly to the Lord. Thank you for your protection. Uh, and you have no idea when you get in your car and drive, how much protection has God given you? There are people that got in the cars to drive and never made it home. And, uh, you know, there's so much to be grateful for. And then he says, make known his deeds among the people. But what has God done this year in your personal life that you could share at the table with everybody at the table? Uh, what special thing is, is yours? Another one is not one that, that I would do uh, because I'm not a singer, but the very next thing in that, in that uh, five verses is sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. See, singing old hymns. I love old hymns. Uh, and I like to sometimes pray the old hymns because the, the person who writes them is so beautiful. And I don't write beautifully like they do. And they can express my heart more than I can. So those words that they've written are beautiful. I mean, usually a lot of the hymns are just poems to music. Um, so you may have a favorite hymn that you may want to just share with God. You may want to sing at the table. You may be a singing family. Uh, sing something wonderful. And then he, uh, the next thing that Psalm says, talk ye of all his wondrous works. See, meditate on what he's done. One idea that is given is that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, you know, you, you look at your, your children. Uh, you may have the, fortune, the fortunate or the blessing of God that your kids have all their parts and they operate. But there are a lot of families that kids don't have all their parts. And uh, the idea is... Uh, Thank God for his wonderful works. Uh, thank God how well your child could do without one hand or how well they're doing without something else if that happens to be uh, their lot in life. The next one, it says glory in his holy name. See, when we glory, we delight in God. And 
God turns around and delights in us. You know, just being in God's presence. Um, I'm, I'm so fortunate because my house is set up in such a way that uh, in the basement, the house is on, um, from the street looks like one level, but actually it's two levels because the basement is down and uh, and it's on the side of a hill. So the, the door of the basement opens out to the neighbors. And so cars going by and all, the, the dirt and all protect me from all that distraction. So I can really focus on the Lord and praise him and bless his name in the quietness of the my basement and especially when i go to bed i mean it's just so super quiet nothing and i can be going to sleep praying just talking to god and sharing with god and the next thing i know i'm uh, i wake up um it says let the heart of them rejoice that seek the lord you know our prayers you know, our, our, if our prayers are heavy, leave your burdens with the Lord. Uh, you know, let your time of prayer, drop your burdens at his feet and let your time of prayer be for the blessings of God. And especially at the Thanksgiving table, as you go around the table, what are, can, what are people thankful for? Or what would be their prayer for the new year. What? How would they want you to pray for them as uh, what they're going to be facing in this new year? They may be seeking a job. Uh, I have a granddaughter that I know that she is uh, not going to look for work until after the new year. I have a grandson that just got back from fishing in the ocean and they happen to have decent weather for a change um, um, on a a ship that actually uh, packages what they catch right aboard, and it's rather huge uh, ship. It's not what he likes necessarily, but it is an opportunity to work and make money. And uh, I can glad that they had a wonderful catch uh, and got back in time to have Thanksgiving with his family. Um, so you know, then he says. Seek the Lord. See, seek the Lord is, he's always there. He will never leave us nor forsake us, but he's always there. And often we don't seek him. We need to seek the Lord in guidance in decisions, you know, guidance of decisions we're going to make, uh, maybe expenditures that we don't need to make, but we want to be guided by the Lord, should we do this? Uh, even in your giving, you need to seek the Lord. Where does he want you to give? The needs now, uh, because of so many believers out of work, there are places in Sioux City and one real, uh, two real wonderful places where you can get food, but they need money to buy food to give to those that have been put out of work because of 19 or whatever. But see, seek 
the Lord that way. And then the next seek they give you is seek his face evermore. And that is interesting because it reminded me as I thought of that, my mother um, never, I don't remember her ever really yelling at us. Uh, and I'm sure she could have, <laughs> I don't, especially me. I was, my sister was uh, Miss Perfect and I was Mr. Unperfect. <laughs> so there was just two of us. But it was interesting when we would go uh, once a week, all the family, my dad's family, cousins and aunts and uncles, they all got together every, I think it was either Saturday night or Friday night, and we'd all get together. Well, if my sister and I were getting a little bit too rambunctious, my sister would look at, my mother would look at us. And uh, she didn't like hollering. My mother never hollered at us. She just looked at us. If she couldn't get our face, she couldn't get us our attention and we're getting a little bit rambunctious, she'd snap her fingers. It was like a shot from a shotgun, boom. <laughs> and that meant look, and uh, we'd shake her face and she would shake her head, no, you know, stop, cool down or whatever. And it's amazing cause I, I, when I say that, that was my mom, you know, seek her face. Uh, she was pleased with your behavior, it showed. If she wanted you to settle down, it showed. Or wait till you get home and I'd wish we'd have a wreck. <laughs> that showed too. <laughs> but uh, it's so wonderful that it's possible to raise your kids and not scream at them all the time. You know, just looking at their face. And we need to seek the face of the Lord. You know, and you can see his face really by reading scriptures. As you read the scriptures, you see the Lord Jesus. You see his love, his compassion. You see how in the midst of all kinds of turmoil, and right now there's so much turmoil on everything, but in the midst of all of that, he would see one person that was in need. And crowds all around, everybody, you know, and, and talking and all the noise and everything, and yet he would pick out that one person or whatever, you know, and then the very last one we want to give you is remember his marvelous works that he hath done. You know, probably the most important word in the Bible is remember. Remember his faithfulness, remember his words, and remember his works. And share that at this Thanksgiving time. It could be such a blessing as if you want to read that, that, that ver those are the verses I read, uh, just right from that psalm, and read them. And then just pause and let people share as they reflect on this last year, what all God has done, how God has blessed them. As God has met their needs, uh, it's been wonderful. Um, our ministry um, 
is unbelievable. We had a board meeting uh, a week ago, I think it was, and they decided not to fire me or Paul uh, and keep us on. But it was a blessing to share uh, because from the board meeting before, it's always the first Saturday, I think, in November. In one year, we added 10 million watches of people like watching, like you're watching now. 10 million watching in one year. Who ever dreamed uh, that that would ever, ever happen? Uh, and wonderful things are happening. We're having missionaries uh, asking if they could take some of our material and put the language of the people that they uh, are ministering to under uh, in closed caption. So their English, they do understand some English, but they're words that they don't get. And by by putting their the, ver the, the language underneath, and so I say, isn't it amazing that God is rising up partners, people we don't even know. A guy in Brazil wanted to do, put our material in Portuguese. We had a lady in um, Canada who translated my book in German, I mean, in Russian, uh, and some other material in Russian. Uh, and which, there are people that are just, it's just amazing how People are coming alongside uh, our ministry and want to make it more effective to the people that they minister with. So we've had so many blessings uh, this year, and we're so thankful to God because you're watching. Now, you know, um, unless you got that coupon that if you watch me, you get $100 in the mail. If you didn't get that coupon, <laughs> you're not going to get the $100. But it's just amazing how people are finding us from all over the world. Um, I know I had a guy in New Zealand listen to one of these webinars and express gratefulness. Another guy was, uh, where was it? It was in England, um, Wales, a guy in Wales, and he wailed that he liked and so it's encouraging to hear from people in different parts of the world when we're reaching so many million. I think it's 239, uh, 239 countries or groups or whatever, however they're counting them today. The new count is 239. And in all 239 groups, people are connecting to our ministry. And we thank God for that. Um, the, we have a, just a three-room office kind of a thing, and two and a half people, and one half person isn't here today. <laughs> so secretary, she had to take care of some of her grandkids. So it's just two and a half people, and yet God has chosen uh, to use us to take the message. And so I want to express gratefulness to you that are watching and to those that, We'll watch sometime down the road. Uh, we're so grateful that you find information and materials in our ministry that are beneficial. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for that psalm. I thank you for the scripture verses. And I thank you for the warning that when I'm ungrateful, I will 
quench the Holy Spirit's operation in my life. And Lord, that is a very serious, serious situation. I wonder why are things not going right in my life? Why, why don't I sense God's presence? Why don't I this and that and the other thing? And the question is, are you ungrateful? Because ungratefulness is the greatest hindrance to quenching the spirit. That's what the Holy Bible says. So I pray that if you've been a, a spirit quencher, that you would confess and ask God to give you a spirit of gratefulness to show you how he has blessed you day by day, how he is walking with you, how he has answered your prayers and will answer your prayers. So we just, our office here, uh, Paul and our secretary and myself, we just want to wish you a blessed Thanksgiving and may your day be one of great gratefulness and a family coming together to thank God for what he's done in the previous year. And may you be blessed in your thanking him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.